Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to another episode here on GEMS Podcast. I am your host, Genesis Amaris Kemp, and with me today is Ezekiel, also, he goes by Zeke Williams, and here's a bit about him. Um, Zeke is the producer, host, and creator of the Let's Gather podcast. In his off time, Zeke enjoys anime, sports, and all types of music with aspirations to learn from others and share experiences. And today, him and I are going to be unpacking all things podcasting. So Zeke, I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And I want you to tell the listeners as well as the viewers, what made you get into podcasting? Um, So first, thank you for having me on the podcast. And then what got me into podcasting was um, I pretty much was looking for like a job, looking for like work. So I just wanted to use podcasting as a way to like showcase my skills. So the first innovation of my podcast was to be like, I actually put their origin stories and then I animate the origin story to show that my animation skills, but then I then changed it into more of a conversation podcast where I get different guests to speak about their um, interests or their careers. And that ultimately got me to the career I have right now where I work in radio advertising. So I think it worked out. Interesting. So um, you animate your podcast segments. Do you do it for every single episode or do you just pick a handful? Uh, with the animation, I want to do a handful. I haven't got too late to that part yet, but that's still is like something I want to like get into. I want to do like a handful because it's just like time and like the amount of work that goes to animation. So like that. And how long have you been podcasting? And do you think that you had any influences in the podcasting space before you got into it? Uh, I've been podcasting since 2020, at least my first episode in 2020. I started the process in 2019. And I think uh, I, our first podcast was in 2014 with the Game of the podcast, where they talk about gaming and then on your leisure a little bit later. So that's kind of like, what were my influences and then a lot since when I started my podcast a lot of people asked me how to start their own podcast Mm, okay nice so it sounds like you are a seasoned podcaster going back to 2014 and it sounded like you had a bit of a collaboration with some other people and then that dissolved and then you um, quickly came back to podcasting six years later and started your own where you could really pour into it what you wanted to see so I know with podcasting sometimes people don't realize how much work goes into podcasting because they're like oh you just talk into a mic or you just speak into a computer. But what would you say to anyone out there who is thinking about podcasting, but they think that it may be hard? Uh, I would say, first thing, just know why you're doing it. Like everything, because your why will let you know if you want to continue something or not. With me, once I got the job, I had to find a new why of why I wanted to continue podcasting because it fulfilled um, fulfilled my goal. And then... Podcasting is hard and it is a lot of work. So I would say be prepared and then be prepared to learn about things that you wouldn't have thought of to come out of nowhere as a challenge. 
Mm, yeah, that's really good advice because, you know, some people who are in the podcasting space, they edit their podcast. There are also those who do not edit their podcast. There are some who do their own marketing as well as there are some who outsource. There's people who do fine tuning and put a whole bunch of emphasis around their podcast. You also have vidcast, which is the video component of a podcast that goes along with the audio component. And I always encourage people whenever you are in the podcasting space, don't try to be like somebody else, but be like yourself, because that is what's going to make you stand out. Somebody wants to hear something different. They don't want to hear what's already out there in mainstream because it's going to be so repetitive. So whenever you think about your personal part uh, podcast Lee, what are your core pillars and why did you choose them uh pretty much my core pillars like pretty much like a chill environment where people can learn and just be themselves and relax um with that the reason i chose that is because that's kind of the personality i want to have is just to be uh, relaxed because a lot of times people like they have like the gotcha questions, they want to have that sensational story. And I'm more about just say, how are you doing today? Why did you choose what you wanted to do? Like more like positive vibes. Are there any amazing podcast guests that you have interviewed so far that just really left a great impression on you and they've made you change something that you were doing in your life for the better, whether it was personally or professionally? With that, I'm going to say first, the Panic Bros. These are friends of mine, one I went to college with and another one, they're like their best friends. And they pretty much made me um, add more things and like want to um, improve my podcasting because they was like, a couple years ahead of me and they had their own like um, video game tournaments, they stream and stuff like that. So they have like different elements. So seeing them and interviewing them made me want to um, add more stuff to my podcast. Okay. And what was, what were their names again? The Panic Bros. The Panagros. And where did you go to college? See? Baruch, uh, Baruch College. Baruch College? Yeah. Okay. What did you study there? Uh, digital marketing. Oh, okay. So everything is in alignment. Yeah. You study digital marketing. You're in the radio space right now. And then you do animation. And now you're doing podcasting. So I could see how what you learned in school, you're actually applying it. So, um, with your background being what it is, have you thought about launching another podcast to complement your degree to just really help some of those individuals that are studying that degree field? And they may not necessarily want to pick up a textbook and open it because um, I'm going to be honest, when I was in college doing my undergrad, sometimes if I would read textbooks, I would literally fall asleep with my head in the book. So I would have to listen to audios or different things like that to feed myself with the knowledge, depending on what subject it was. <laughs> I'll say another podcast, I have to hold on until, for that until later, just until, because right now, what I'm doing right now is a lot, but I'll probably, if with that, probably help somebody produce somebody else's podcast, who I would think is better in terms of what I study. Like they have a better expertise and they have a better grasp of like how to explain it to um, people who want to learn it or people who want to um, work in the field. 
Okay. Now let's um, dive in a little bit deeper in the podcasting space because some people want to know how do you brand yourself effectively in the podcasting world to monetize your podcast so you can have those brand sponsors, you can have the monthly listenership support. What Are, are you uh, monetizing your podcast in any way? Uh, not at this moment, but the steps to do that is so first make sure you have your, make sure you have a, not say like a clean image or like a positive image, but like to have something that's not highly controversial that it can work in multiple spaces. You don't have to be like the squeaky clean person, but you have to be somebody that can be presented. And it's not just negativity. And then to also know what your niche is or who your audience is, so then you can have the right sponsors. And then you guys can have a symbiotic relationship where you're helping them like showing them to the right people. Okay, so have a clean um, title, good graphics, the overall message needs to be clear and concise, and then the importance of niching down. Are there any other tips that you would add there? I'll also say give it time to not just be like, okay, now I have one and jump into like, how can I make money? Because... You have to have a proof of concept. You have to be able to know if you can offer people things, to offer the sponsors, your audience. So just give it time. Wonderful advice there. And then with the sponsorships, I know there are different websites that you could partner with like Podcorn, Libsyn, and et cetera. But would you advise people to use those sponsorship sites? Because those sponsors may not necessarily be your ideal avatar, but it may be a way for you to secure monetary gain. So you have to ask yourself that hard question. Am I willing to sell off my brand in a sense to make a quick buck or do I I want to zero in on my ideal avatar and do brand sponsorships with them. What are your thoughts there, Zeke? I would say um, it could be a good like stepping stone to be like, okay, to know how to talk to sponsors, how sponsors react to different things, what's like the different tie tables, what's the different payment methods, the um like net 30, net 60, and then after the lessons you learn from there then you can be like, okay, now I can actually make my own deck and then pitch myself to my own sponsors. Okay, nice. Now let's dive a little bit into KPIs. So key performance indicators, which um, is comprised of our data analytics whenever you're podcasting, like the geographic locations where your podcast is heard, male or female, um, the percentage, age range, and some of the other analytics. What analytics do you track and how important is it to know what your statistics are? Uh, I track um, location, number of downloads, city, country. Uh, I can also track time of day. And it's pretty much, you have to know what where you're being listened to. And... Okay know where you're being listened to, the yeah. time of the day, and then what are some of the other ones? Um, sorry, one second. Um, pretty much um, what devices you've been listening to, listening on, like you listen on iPhones, computers, and stuff like that. Okay, when you talk about devices, do you think that's really important, whether it's a laptop versus an Android phone or an iOS, or are you saying it 
so you could know what platforms feed into those different devices. Let's break that down a little bit there so there's not a disconnect with the listeners and viewers because I think that's an important part. I would say both because if somebody listens on a laptop, that means they're stationary. That that could mean they're stationary in terms of where they listen to it. They listen on the phone, they can mean they listen on their on their on the go, on their commute. So that also depends on what time of day you want to upload the podcast. Can influence that. And then if somebody listens to Apple, they might most likely have Apple Pay. So if you want to own um, like monetize with merch, make sure your website has Apple Pay to complement the people who might most likely buy your stuff. Okay, good, good deal there. And then you mentioned merchandise. So at what stage would you advise a podcaster to create some merchandise so they could also be branded by association? Because if people start buying their merchandise, it's also like a walking advertisement, whether they're using shirts, um, sweatshirts, mugs, or whatever. If somebody sees it, they'll be like, oh, what is that all about? And that is really creating some traction there around the brand. Any thoughts there? I would say have free stuff in the beginning. And then once people start asking for it, that could be a good testing ground. Because for me, I have wristbands made in the beginning but just to give out to people. And then people announce on asking for like shirts and sweaters. So once I finalize that, I can start making make moves with that. So you don't want to like sell things to your audience at first. You want them, I guess, want them to request it. Because if they try to say, you're trying to sell something, then they have rejected okay so you started off with giving out free um wristbands and how did you target your market audience for the wristbands did you give it out to everyone who came on your podcast as a guest or were you just putting it out there in the market as feelers to see what was what would bite and see who would take the bait before you launched out deeper i said it was more like marketing of me just giving out to random people um at school and like different friends to see, let them know like, hey, this is coming, this is real. And to see um, who was interested in the podcast, but oh, you have a podcast? Oh, let me hear more about it. Okay. And then on your journey so far with the podcasting, what has been your hardest thing to overcome and how has it made you a better podcaster? I would say my hardest thing was mostly just like fatigue and like burning out because the amount of work that you put into it can like affect you. Like sometimes you want to, you can have a better um, product, but if you tire yourself out and you don't give yourself breaks, you're going to have a worse product. So the way I made it better is maybe um, pretty much learn different tips and tricks to have like shortcuts and have things preset so I don't have to um, recreate it every single time. Okay, yeah, because we all know that burnt out is real and you could easily get there, especially if you are doing things repetitive and it's really taking a lot out of you. So then you have to come to a point where you ask yourself, does it make sense for me to outsource this task or do I need to automate this specific task so I'm not continuing to do the same old things over and over where it's not a best use of my time? So whenever you think about um, recreating some things in automation, do you have like automatic intros and outros? Do you have any ads that you run in your podcast or um, 
what are some of the things that you have done to automate your podcast to make sure that you are being more productive and really um, monitoring your time efficiencies? Uh, say in Premiere, since I um, edited episodes of Premiere, I have the um, like the intro graphics and like the logo already set inside the file, and I had that I just had that file in one place, and then I copied that file to different folders, and then I got to drop the episode in there and drop the intro and outro. And all I do right now is just format it and just mess with the audio a little bit, so it's not me having to recreate the whole structure of the episode. It's already there. And just minor adjustments. Okay, so everything is kind of set up in Premiere. And it's, is that a software that is free or do you have to pay for that software? Uh, you have to pay so the Adobe Suite. Um, if, you have, if you're a student or a teacher or have uh, access like you're in, a, in a school, then you could get uh, the discount. But a free alternative to Premiere is DaVinci Resolve. And um, there's another one that's also H. DaVinci Resolve is definitely one that people talk about a lot Okay, nice. And then whenever you think about the easiest thing in your podcasting journey, what has that been? And how has that helped you um, personally or professionally? And anything else that you want to add around that, around the easy thing that you learned as well as the hard thing, because there's always lessons to be learned. I would say the easiest was um, at first getting guests because I know a lot of friends and then people are always interested in talking. They're like, oh, you have a podcast? Well, let me, let me be on there. And then that helped me get better communication. It helped me... Um, learn like different programs like calendarly to make it easier scheduling there's like hey these are my times you can just pick one it's better and then i guess like other difficulties is just that when i was doing it in person um i had two phones but they recorded the main phone recorded on the it recorded every 30 minutes and then it will reset it will reset itself but that one second where it didn't, it didn't pick up any video or audio. Luckily, I have a recorder with me, but then I was like, oh, I had to, since it's something I didn't think about, now I had to plan for this. Nice. And then as you think about where you see yourself in the future podcast-wise, what are some of the goals that you hope to achieve by the end of this year, whether it's interviewing a celebrity guest, um, having a certain number of episodes on the books, or just making some podcast awards or nominate nominations or anything outside of that, because it's always good to set goals and make sure that we are achieving our goals. Uh, so far, it was pretty much I have 15, I think it was like 1,500 downloads, a little bit more than I had last year, just to see if I can do that number again consistently. And then to add streaming to the podcast where I, I have like, um, like behind the scenes of me editing, me playing video games, just me creating a community around the podcast. Okay, so just really tap into your community um, that's already with you as well as enhancing that community and then surpassing more than 1500 downloads. And then that's a metric that people do track downloads. So how do you see the number of downloads and how do you know if it's accurate? podcasting wise 
Uh, what about host site Red Circle? They have the number of downloads broken out by device, location, everything like that, and by episode. And sometimes I'll, I'll go into the app like Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see if like the numbers add up or makes it, or it makes sense. Okay. And then you just mentioned a um, new platform I've never heard of. You said Red Circle. What made you choose Red Circle over Podbean, Lipson, Anchor, or some of the other um, podcasting platforms? What was their competitive advantage? So they were free and they didn't have like a, a limit on the number of episodes per month because the way I do these episodes is I pre-record um, 10 for the season. So I do 30 episodes a year. And some of the um, websites were, let me choose like two, like two episodes per month for free. And I was like, that wasn't gonna work with like my planning. So with them being free and then a YouTuber that I watched, he has his own podcast and he uses Red Circle. And I was like, if somebody um, made the switch to Red Circle and they let people know that, then it might be something that is um, good to look into. Okay, cool. And you mentioned that you do um, batch recording. So you do 10 episodes and you release a total of 30 per year. Why did you choose the number of 30? Was it conducive to your schedule or did you just pick a number out there and be like, you know what, I'm just going to do 30 and see if it sticks? Uh, it was when I was first planning it. At first, it was going to be 15 per season. Then my friend was like, and then do 15 and 15. It takes two months off, and then my friend was like, that's a lot. I was like, you're right. So I reduced it to 10, so then it gives me a two-month break in between each season where that's time for me to not podcast or to get ready for the next season. So it has me – so I put breaks into it because I know for me with, like, graphic design and stuff before, I started podcasting, I would always burn out because I would always work so much and so, like, repetitively, repetitively. Do you have a theme for each season or do you just um, break it apart number wise and then just keep building upon it? I'll, I'll break it up number wise because the, the type of guests I get is kind of like this is a part of me because I never know who I might run into or who might um, reach out to me and be like, hey, I'd like to be a guest. So to like try to um, make it to things might be a little bit more difficult in my end. Okay, that makes sense. And if you could interview anyone, um, whether they are a normal person or a um, tech mogul, celebrity, or et cetera, who would it be and why? <laughs> I know this is putting you on the spot. <laughs> like, who is famous? Who is somebody I want to interview? I probably would say Chadwick because of just how his work ethic and just like how did he get into like being Black Panther and then like how he chose to have like wear all that responsibility of having such a big movie on his shoulders. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman was incredible and it's sad that we lost the legend because he was legendary in his own way. And I was so looking forward to Black Panther too. So I'm excited to see who um, the main role would be for Black Panther now that Chadwick 
is gone. So that's an incredible um, person. Have you ever thought about reaching out to anyone on his team to see if they could fill in some of the gaps for you? Because I always say that the sky isn't the limit because we know there's footprints on the moon. And that is a quote by Paul Brandt. So I feel like if you have a dream and you have a want and desire, you should go after it because it was placed inside of you for a reason. What are your thoughts there? Uh, another thing I haven't really like put thought into it. I was like, mm, maybe that's something for later, but I probably should like think about like, so you can tell like a team or like take to like a family member, like how was everything on your end as like watching it? And as we wind down, Zeke, I want you to leave the listeners as well as the viewers with a quote that will either educate them, inspire, or motivate them to launch their own podcasting journey or support fellow podcasters like yourself and I. Uh, my favorite um, phrase is why not? Because let's say you do something, you lose money. Like legally, of course, but like say something, you do something legal and you lose money, but you did it and you know, like that's not going to work. And you're like, okay. I may have lost money, but I know what not to do. Or you might get some skills because when I first started podcasting, it was like a couple of things I knew was going to happen. Either it's going to do amazing, I was going to get a job because of it, or somebody's going to hire me because of like the skills, or it's going to fail. So it was like, why not do it? Oh, okay. I see that. So why not? So you're taking the limits off and being limitless and you're taking the fear and the constraints off to really be fearless. So Zeke, how can our listeners and viewers connect with you on social media? And if you have a website, plug that as well. So you can find the um, podcast on all major platforms. Let's get a podcast. You can go to the website, let's get a podcast.com. I have some of the transcripts there. I'm definitely going to add more transcripts so people can read the transcripts. And then um, on social media, Instagram, let's get a pod, TikTok, let's get a pod, um, Twitter, Facebook, let's get a pod, let's get a podcast everywhere. So you're all around and there's no excuse for somebody not to connect with Ezekiel, aka Zeke Williams. You just heard us talk about all things podcasting and we went behind the scenes with Zeke on some of the things that has worked for him and how he has gotten to where he is currently. So I want to encourage you, if you are thinking about starting a podcast and you're not sure where to start, just start uh, with either recording into your phone or doing it on your laptop. There are a lot of free hosting sites, so you don't have to break the bank to get your brand out there, but you should start taking actions today to secure a better future. So I really want to encourage you to just go out and support all those podcasters that you aspire um, to be like, and just let them be your inspiration because you can get to the level that they are at too. But make sure you don't try to copy their style or etc. because you were uniquely created for a reason. And until we chat next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing day. Subscribe to the podcast. It's on all major podcast platforms and follow us over at YouTube at Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. It has been a pleasure and make sure you believe in yourself because I believe in you. And if I can do it, so can you. Peace, y'all. See ya. 
Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcasts.